Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I'm joined by Fernando Palma, the first Latin American to break into the Taiwanese entertainment industry and the Honduran cultural ambassador to Taiwan. So tell me, what brought you first to Taiwan? Uh, I actually was applying to a scholarship because I know that it's all about politics. Taiwanese government helps the Honduran government through the scholarships programs, and I was like, oh. Taiwanese seems so nice. They help us so much. I, I actually want to apply, and I want to be a part of that programs, and not just to you know to take the benefits from the Taiwanese scholarship, but to actually thank the Taiwanese for helping us so much. And then I did apply to the scholarships, but uh, surprise, I didn't get any scholarship. At the end, I wasn't selected because politics in Honduran are. Governments are not. It's it's a whole of a different system. If you don't have some politician aid you with the process, then you're not going to get any scholarship. So, what brought me to that one was that I sent all of my documents with the scholarship application to the actual university I was applying to, and they saw the, all of my papers and they were like, "Okay, we would like to grant you access to our university only with waiver of tuition." I was like, "Oh, no scholarship." Even if I had this small opportunity, I'm going to take it, and that's what I did. So you're the first Latin American in the Taiwan entertainment industry. How did you break into the industry? Oh, sure, it's it's <laughs> it, it, I fail forward. That's how I break into the industry. You know, I think if I don't fail, I'm not even trying to. And at, at that time, I just had a backpack filled of dreams. And when I came to Taiwan, those dreams were accompanied by goals. And then, you know, I, I was just finding the way, planning, like I had daily goals into how to learn Chinese because I had no aid. No one, I had no government scholarship. I had no Chinese classes. I had no previous background of Chinese before. But then, you know, that made me realize that everything you set your mind to, you, you can accomplish. So... I started learning Chinese by myself, and I saw the opportunity right there in TV. But of course, I had to go through a series of failures before I got to TV. So, at the beginning, it was actually all of a sudden I became the the brand ambassador of this company that they make goggles. If it were not for them, then I wouldn't have done it so far. And that was my beginning. You know, I represented their brand, and after that, I became known and recognized for that brand, not for me. And then, basically, you gradually build yourself until you become an influence, become a figure in one of TV show, uh, TV talk show. And in, in this TV talk show, like he said, it, yeah, there were no Latin Americans before, so. I started being this positive influence, this figure. I wasn't just an actor. I was that guy who let the world know that Taiwan can actually make our dreams come true as foreigners. And yeah, all of a sudden, the Taiwanese government also started writing about me. So and then I realized that I was the first Latin American. I actually didn't know that until I went back home. So you were here for five years. Is that correct? For I the first time around? I came on 2015, September, and then I left in 2018. So I was like in three years and three months. Okay, so why did you leave? Oh, because I thought I was capable of something bigger. So you went back to Honduras? Yes, I did. I went back to Honduras for 11 months. So in that time, you went back to Honduras. Honduras named you the Honduran cultural ambassador in Taiwan. So what does that mean exactly? It's a big responsibility because, you know, Taiwan is a very good friend of Honduras and uh, vice versa. So uh, 
And the Honduran community in Taiwan is big. It's it's extensive. We have like, like more than five hundred people here. So representing them, being the maximum representative, can you imagine what that means? And you know, I only have three years here, but I think I've managed to get to this stage through merit. So okay. so when I went back to Honduras for eleven months, politics are just very different than what I thought they were going to be, because. In Taiwan, I could become a figure, even in their media, even in their, you know, TV, uh, mass communication industry. I became a figure, and I didn't know that I figured in their government as well until I went back and had to meet with the ambassador of Taiwan in Honduras. And then we realized that the range that I have here is something bigger than, say, representing Honduras. But then I found this woman. That she became an angel to me because、uh, her name is Sara Medina. She's a congresswoman, and then、uh, because of her, then I, I started meeting with the vice president of Honduras. I met with the vice president, minister of communication, strategy, minister of、uh, tourism, only because of her because she believed in me, and that's the only thing you need, Sherry, someone to believe in you. So you went back to Honduras for eleven months, and in that time, Honduras named you the. Cultural ambassador in Taiwan, and you got to meet the vice president of Honduras. Yeah, did you meet the president as well? I couldn't. The most I could do was yeah, meet the vice president, and actually、uh, a decree done to name me in cultural ambassador because of the screening of this projection I do for these two countries internationally. Okay, so now that you're back in Taiwan, what are your goals as the cultural ambassador for Honduras in Taiwan? Well, yes, I actually have a lot of things to work on right now. But like, what I want to do is foster the cultural exchange, not only with Honduras, but let's say Spanish-speaking people, or be that mediator between all arts exchange between Taiwan and Honduras. So it's actually something that I should use. Effectively, not to say, oh, I'm the cultural ambassador, but that's just an honorary title. Oh, okay, I guess I'm going to find my way in another road. Then, no, 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 it's through this, but it's something big that requires extensive planning. But you know, you know it's kind of like saying, help Taiwan in, in exchange from other countries as well. Not just to say bring people here, but bring people here to actually. Commit with Taiwan and give something back to Taiwan from the, what they bring with to the countries, and then、uh, when they get from Taiwan, go back to the countries and let everyone know that Taiwan is actually the place where foreigners can actually make their re- dreams come true. So I want to make this awareness of how good Taiwan is, and and help Taiwan promote itself because,、uh, you know, there's a lot of things to work on scholarships right now, arts scholarships, or the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Taiwanese culture. So I want to be like this bridge of Taiwan and, and the Spanish-speaking countries or Latin America in a way of saying、uh, bring Spanish-speaking actors to Taiwan, let them develop in Taiwan. So people coming from Western countries like the United States and the UK, they have a pretty easy path coming to Taiwan. Would you say that coming from Latin America is harder? Not at all. No, it doesn't matter. There's no discrimination here. At least in my case, I haven't felt any hardness. I haven't actually faced any problem in Taiwan in regarding my background. Okay, so, you know, I think it's actually played in my favor. So let me ask you: What advice would you give to a people coming from Latin America and wanting to study in Taiwan, and b expats wanting to break into the entertainment industry here? I can only tell you that you should work very hard. 
And the advice that's going to actually make you succeed is be thankful to Taiwanese because they're actually very pure-hearted people. So if you actually have a positive attitude towards Taiwan, then Taiwan will actually bless you. So the way I did it was with learning Chinese, and that might work for them as well. Learn Chinese and just fight hard for what you have passion for, which is be responsible in, in a way of saying, know how to manage your time, come here and follow the rules. Because mm. I've seen, I'll also see people that don't follow rules. And, and What do you mean by that, don't follow rules? Well, the Taiwanese, they actually do everything by the book. So you should try to get into society by being how they are. Follow the way they, they walk. Don't come here and then try to pretend that, you know, you're different because you're a foreigner, so you are allowed to do this thing. Don't try to make waves. Yeah. Okay. Like I've seen people, you know, it's common here if you drive a bike without license, things like that, you know, just follow mm. the rules. And then it automatically, I think most difficult things in life, they actually resolve themselves, even if things seem insurmountable. But if you're constant, find that way to blend into society by being a part of them, by learning their cultures, be thankful for them, and Taiwan will bless you. That's what happened to me. If I actually analyze why is it that I'm succeeding, well, obviously, I've been through many failures, more failures than success, but it's because I am thankful to them. And if I'm thankful to them, I'm, I don't need motivation. It comes automatically. Now that you're back in Taiwan, are you going to be here for the foreseeable future? Yeah, for sure, Shrey. And last question. Do you think being fluent in Mandarin is necessary to break into the industry here in Taiwan? Being fluent in Mandarin, it's not like a must, but if you're fluent in Mandarin, that for them, that means so much more than just an ability you have for yourself. You know, it's not to say, I'm fluent in Mandarin, and that makes my CV stand out. No, for them, it's about respect, you know. Because if you go to a country and just pretend, oh, but English is the world's international language. Yeah, but it's all about, like I said, be grateful. And that is definitely the way to start. If you're fluent in language and then you can communicate with people, you won't be able to understand someone that's bilingual, let's say a Taiwanese bilingual, and then you can speak with that person in English. Then if you speak with him in Chinese, you know, and then start understanding the way they think, the way they behave, why is it that they behave that way or what's the root of their tradition? their culture so that definitely starts by the language communication so i just think it's something that it's just astonishing if you know how to manage it okay well thank you so much fernando thank oh, you it was for my talking pleasure. to us that's it for this week's episode of taiwan talk i'd like to thank fernando again for joining me don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.